1: Good morning, and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to recognize our show sponsor, Denim Marketing. At Denim Marketing, we work to make sure that all of your marketing is a comfortable fit. So if you need original content for public relations, marketing campaigns, social media, blogs, et cetera, give us a call. Well, the burning question today is, does your house have enough storage space? Well, and if your house has enough space, how about those of you who live in apartments? Does it have enough space? You know, if you're like most Americans, you probably said no, especially if you're a millennial who just inherited grandma's dining room set that you might use someday when you move from your apartment into a bigger house. So today, I'm very fortunate to be joined in studio by Mike Valley. He is the managing partner with Capital Growth StoreGuard, and he's going to tell us why self-storage is so red hot. So welcome to the show, Mike. Um, take a minute and tell us a little bit about yourself and um, give us a little bit of an overview of Capital Growth StoreGuard.
2: Sure. Thank you. And hello to you, Carol. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. So as um a managing partner at capital growth store guard we we are a real estate development and acquisition company focused on self-storage uh all across the southeast we are atlanta based and we are out there to provide solutions like you're talking about to customers who are looking for a little bit more space or a place to store their valuable goods my background is in real estate development uh, I've I've come kind of full gamut from a small company to very large companies such as Walmart and and even public storage which is the one of the biggest self storage owner operators in in the world and um, Eric Buckhalter and I have have recently launched Capital Growth StoreGuard.
1: that's really exciting um, congratulations on your recent launch thank um, you give us an overview. I know you've launched and then you've really grown. So give us an overview Mm -hmm. of your recent growth as well.
2: Sure. And so StoreGuard itself is a relatively new company. We just kicked off January this year, 2023, and uh, we are out of the gates quickly. We've acquired one facility in in Georgia so far. Uh, That is a value add acquisition where we've bought an existing facility that we're expanding it and adding some security features and and different amenities for our customers there and, and kind of modernizing the, the offering. Um, but we're also working on several development projects in and around the Atlanta metro, as well as in other uh, large area, metro areas around the southeast right now.
1: Well, that's good because people have lots of stuff they need to store. <laughs> yes, um, I know your company's a little bit unique. Um, talk about the corp- corporate platform and how you're different than some of the other storage you know, type companies.
2: Sure. And uh, one of the reasons that uh, we're effective and successful is that we have um, the Capital Growth Buckhalter team, is is sort of our parent or affiliated company. And it's a Vertically integrated and very capable, very well established real estate development and acquisition and construction team. Um, The capital growth platform has been around for 70 years and done 1,500 projects all over the country. And and so we have all of the back of house capabilities for legal and finance, accounting, um, project management, design, construction, all these things that go into real estate development. We have in-house right now and so with capital growth store guard as an affiliated company um, much like their other affiliated company capital growth MedVest, which does medical office buildings oh. we we have the the capability and the expertise and experience on the team to go anywhere and take on challenging projects and ones that we need to get creative on and um it's it's been a, a good advantage for us mm-hmm. already and we see a lot of opportunity to bring that strength to bear on on projects that we're working on right now during you know these are relatively challenging times to get deals done right now mm-hmm. but um we're we're still moving ahead on a lot of things.
1: Uh, That's really neat. It's nice that you have that whole vertical integration and all of that experience. So really, Mm -hmm. you know, the score guard part of it, it's what's new, you know, capital growth has, has, you know, honed its systems and is ready to move forward. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the other thing that, you know, I've read that you're doing a lot of is really, you know, upgrading the offering in the industry. So, you know, what are you offering as far as storage? It's a little bit different.
2: Sure. Uh, And and we've all driven past the the old kind of legacy properties that you see row after row of a building with the roll-up garage doors. And Mm -hmm. um, that sort of storage is still viable. There's still a lot of customers that look for that kind of product. However, uh, the the industry is evolving and customers' expectations and um, willingness to pay for a higher degree of security, Mm -hmm. um, climate control. And and those sorts of features—that's where the industry is going very mm-hmm. quickly. And um, you know, we try to not only keep up with, but kind of get ahead of that that curve of learning and customer expectation, and offer next level service that provides um, additional hours of coverage um you can have redundant layers of security in a facility where it takes two or three keypad entries to get into where your unit is and you know that um, somebody without the the proper access code is not going to be nosing around in the hallway where your stuff is and you know when it comes to designing and building new facilities there are a lot of kind of modern construction products, building control products, mm-hmm. um, as far as HVAC uh, sensors and controls, mm-hmm. motion detectors, high efficiency um, components, all these things kind of play into uh, where the construction industry is is going quickly too. So, um, you know, we feel like we're building into the future, both, you know, on a construction design side of things, as well as for what customers are, are looking for. Yeah.
1: You know, what is fueling the market? You know, everywhere I look, I, it seems like there's another storage facility popping up. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's demand. You know, where's that demand coming from?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. So some of the the typical demand drivers, historical demand drivers, um, are, are not surprising to anyone where it's it's a disruptive life event, maybe a divorce or death in the family, um, a relocation either to a new city or a new job or whatever the case may be, where there's there's a disruption in normal life that requires some temporary space to to keep your things and those demand drivers remain and they have not changed largely in addition to those drivers we we went through covid and many many households were trying to carve out space for either a home office or a place to schooled kids around the kitchen table or whatever the case may be and and so what we ended up with was a new kind of uh, level of customer acceptance and penetration for you know what people understood storage to be useful for and so now it's it's also sort of evolving where you know we've, we've we're kind of going through another economic cycle and there's starting to be some consternation of well can I really afford this extra large apartment or this house or whatever and so that we're starting to also see some of the um you know a little bit of downsizing and we expect there to be some more of that in the in the future too so the the customer adoption of the product has not changed over the years and it's actually gone up and so when you look generation to generation, Um, the the percentage of use of self-storage from one generation to the next continues to kind of tick up, even though it may sort of, you, you might not expect that, but statistics definitely show it.
1: That's really interesting. So... So it's, a, so it's a lot of different factors, um, obviously, mm-hmm. that are driving it. You know, COVID, I think, you know, we all talk about COVID and I like to refer to it as a force magnifier because anything that was mm-hmm. like already heading in a direction, it kind of gave a big shove to. So um, mm-hmm. so it makes perfect sense to me that that was a driver for your industry as well. So that's uh, very interesting. Um, well, what areas of the country are you focusing on most for your growth?
2: Sure. Well, uh, our our office, our company is based in Atlanta. We have um, great experience and great connections and in, in reach into the southeast and the Sun Belt region. Um, so that naturally, uh, our expertise is there. That that is a natural region for us to look into. In addition to that, but pr- and probably even more importantly, and I think we've all seen this, there's sort of a net migration of, of people headed towards this region. Um, we see a lot of jobs, a lot of new homes and that sort of thing. So we pay very close attention to where the jobs and the people are going and and try to uh to a degree get out in front of that and and also you know, just serve the need as it's as it's um growing there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Now yeah, you mentioned you have an Atlanta facility. Where is that and kind of what is your plan for growth in the Atlanta metro area? You know, specifically.
2: Mhm we have uh, several projects that are in the development phase in atlanta and uh, i'm not quite at liberty to to talk about exact locations at this time but i would say generally they are in um, sort of the suburban regions uh, of the city and you know the, the city of atlanta continues to see really robust job growth uh, population growth, just like I was talking about, and um, all those macro factors are are there for a continued runway of success and growth mm-hmm. for the city. So we're very bullish on Atlanta. Yeah, wow. Well,
1: we love Atlanta. Atlanta just continues to grow and sprawl and grow and sprawl. So I'd say that yes, it's uh, it's a good bet for you guys.
0: Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim Marketing is the market leader in creating quality, original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770 383 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs.
1: What about you know? I was reading on um you know, your website and some of your materials that you really like to focus on being a good corporate citizen, and I think mm-hmm. so many you know consumers appreciate companies that do that. You know, what is it that you are focusing on, and you know what all does it entail? What kind of groups are you supporting? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and. You know, kind of on a on a bigger level, one of the things that really drew me to the capital growth Buckhalter team and and my interest in joining them kind of came from their long-standing commitment. I mentioned they've been in business for over seventy years. Their long-standing commitment to being a great um, cor- corporate citizen in all the communities in which they work, um, and that. Looks like anything from volunteering and spending time like supporting their employees to volunteer where it matters to them, Mm -hmm. as well as making donations to um, nonprofits in the area that are making a difference there on the ground. And so, you know, even though we are out of Atlanta, when we go to a community, we look for ways to contribute, even if it's a small way, but we're looking Mm -hmm. to contribute to making that community a little bit better. In addition to that, we're very keenly aware of being on the on the leading edge of environmental sustainability and energy mm-hmm. sustainability. Uh, the way that we construct and put our buildings together, design them is, is in, a, in a manner that's in long the long run going to conserve energy. Um, and in some cases where we're going to have solar panels on the roof, we're actually mm-hmm. producing energy that we can, in many cases, put it back on the grid because our buildings are such low-level consumers of energy. So That's fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you think about solar and you think about, you know, if you're heating and cooling, you know, a big storage facility, you know, to keep the, the contents in it from, you know, moisture and, you know, all the different things, you know, it's, that could be quite a significant cost. But I guess if you're you know, fueling it with solar, then mm-hmm. you know, you really you really are doing something nice for the environment and I guess helping the power company too if you're sending them some electricity back.
2: Right. And I mentioned the building control systems are, are very important where uh, our lights don't stay on all the time. they are on right. motion sensors so that when someone walks into a hallway, they, they feel safe and secure. But in the times during the day or night when those, there's no need, the lights turn mm-hmm. off. And the same thing with the HVAC systems. They they only run as much as they need to and, and the buildings are well insulated and so on. So right
1: yeah, that's fantastic. Well I was sitting here thinking as we were talking earlier, and um, you know, so people move all this stuff into a storage facility. What's the average time span that it stays there? You know, is it really six months or a year or or does I laugh because I've got some friends that are like, once it goes into storage, it seems to just stay there forever. Is that the norm or you know, are there some industry, you know normals for how long it stays?
2: yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think the the statistics oh, across the entire industry in the entire country, average length of stay is is somewhere right around two years. Now, there are plenty of customers that maybe they need the facility for 90 days, and that's all, right. and they're very diligent about moving in and moving out, and they're not going to stay there for a long time, and that's, that's fine. Um, but there are also, and you kind of mentioned earlier, a lot of times maybe you end up with grandma's dining room table mm-hmm. and that's a family heirloom and maybe you don't have room for it in the house right now but you expect that you might or you want to you just can't bear right. to part with it a lot of those folks do end up being long-term customers and you know we we find that if we can provide a nice clean safe spot where they feel comfortable uh, leaving those valued belongings, then then we're serving their need, and it's it's not an issue. It's it's right. it doesn't become um, you know any kind of a, a burden for them because they're happy that they're getting to hang on to their things in a way that they feel comfortable with.
1: Right. Well, with the change to you know creating facilities that are you know air conditioned and climate control and have all this energy efficiency, do more of those units you know face inward to a building now versus being the you know outward facing roll up doors? Is has, has there been a change in design?
2: Yes, ma'am, and uh, I think many of you and many of your listeners will will recognize that as they drive around, they do see now multi-story buildings for the three, four, five story buildings that they're clad in brick and mm-hmm. and those, those roll-up garage doors that we talked about earlier, they're actually now inside the building. Right. <laughs> you just can't see them from the outside. And so right. they have all these interior hallways that, as I mentioned, they have security controls and light controls and all that sort of thing and um, gives us the ability to create a tight building envelope and, and make sure that we have the the climate controlling uh, features in there. Yeah,
1: I was going to say that it seems like it would almost be a must for the climate control. And, and I guess that also means as you're moving your stuff in, you know, if it's pouring down rain, hopefully you're not going to get as wet because you're inside a, a building, you know, loading it in.
2: Exactly. No, so, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, we are about out of time for today. So let our listeners know how they can get more information on Capital Growth Store Guard, you know, and how to reach you.
2: Absolutely. So our website is www.storeguard.com. com. Uh, you can also find us on LinkedIn, Capital Growth Storeguard. Uh, and if any of your listeners have anything they'd like to talk about with uh, so that's self- storage related, uh, whether it's an actual development project or a facility or whatever it may be, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to you know talk to just about anybody and uh, just answer questions and be available so.
1: Well, that's fantastic. And, you know, thank you for uh, serving Atlanta and helping everybody to have somewhere to put all of, you know, grandma's dining room sets. So that's the big thing I just hear over and over again is from, you know, generations (laughs) inheriting, you know, heirlooms, they just don't know what to do with. And I think a lot of them do end up in storage. So kind of interesting. Well, with that, this is a wrap for this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio. I want to thank Mike Bailey for joining me in studio today. On behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and give us a positive rating and review. If you are interested in listening to our shows on an ongoing basis, then you can download them on Stitcher, Spotify, or iTunes. Um, Obviously, we're also available on um, YouTube. If you go to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell, It'll let you know when there's a new episode there as well. Um, If you're interested in being on the show, please reach out to me via email carol at denimmarketing.com and let me know what you would like to talk about. Uh, With that, I'd like to say thank you so much for tuning in today, and we'll see you right here again next week for our next episode.
0: Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360. Or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.